Hello and welcome to episode 24 of The Overlooked Show. Dan, 24, we know what that symbolizes. 24, as you uh, may uh, know, folks, is uh, the symbol of the greatest basketball player of all time, Kobe Bean Bryant, our childhood hero. Yes, he is indeed the GOAT. Thanks, Dan. Beautiful way to kick off the podcast. Uh, Let's dive right into it. Let's go over what's happening around the U.S., around the world. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to kick it off and start with Uyghurs in China. Um, Dan, I saw, you know, some updates uh, with Uyghurs, ref, you know, being used in, uh, in factories of companies like Nike. Uh, not a good look for some of those countries, given that China is, you know, in essence, persecuting them. Uh, worse the worst uh, persecution of an ethnic minority since what, Dan? The uh, the Rohingya in Myanmar, uh, I'm guessing. Possibly even the Holocaust, given that it's at such great scale. Uh, really sad what's happening in China right now. It, it is incredibly sad, but at the same time, unfortunately, it's not surprising that China would kind of like push people into these, you know, you know, Nike shops. Reunification camps, they're calling them, but they're really just uh, internment slash borderline concentration camps. Uh, We've heard, you know, you know, people who've been there have come out and told stories about how they were shocked uh, while going to the bathroom with electricity. Uh, You know, they're, you know, people were being sterilized so that they can't reproduce. Uh, Ethnic cleansing uh, is not a good a good thing to see. I mean, this, you know, the wording is very different from the reality. And this is something, you know, it sounds like what the Imperial Japanese and the Nazis would do back in the day. So it's, it's not really anything different. It, unfortunately, we're seeing history repeat itself. And uh, China comes out and says that, okay, uh, well, United States, you're killing, you know, African American citizens in the streets. Uh, and you during, you know, your country's founding, you know, eradicated the Native American race. And you know what? Both are wrong. You know, the U.S. is wrong. China's wrong. Uh, One thing that we must stand up for at all times, Dan, is human rights. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we must, at the end of the day, we must hold both sides accountable, regardless what country it is. And, uh, you know, regardless of monetary impact, financial impact, you know, we've seen a lot of... uh, Businesses in America afraid to speak out uh, of Chinese malpractices due to the financial, uh, you know, impact that, you know, can happen. We saw that with the MBA. Uh, Dan, I don't give a damn what money, you know, is made or lost. Uh, What's really most important is how people are being treated and what's happening right now is unacceptable. I mean... It's kind of scary the, the monetary power and the power of money in general can do to people. And, you know, it's scary what China, what power China holds right now. Yeah. Uh, Dan, let's talk, let's talk about COVID. Uh, COVID cases here in California are still at a very, very uh, all-time high-ish. Saw cases went down a little bit uh, these past couple of days. Maybe that was because it was the weekend. People weren't getting tested. Maybe... Uh, we're going to have to just see uh, the data from these next couple of days coming up. Um, very scary, very scary. But it appears that mask usage is up. Yep. 
And there's also, I mean, with that, there's also, you know, big news today and hopefully good news. Uh, Moderma has developed a vaccine that could be in widespread use by the end of the year. Um, they have just, they're in the final phases of before regulatory approval. They're in the middle of a 30,000 uh, subject uh, testing phase. And, you know, if all goes well, like this could be, this vaccine could be in the market. 30,000 people is not a small number. Uh, to be getting trialed for a vaccine, which just shows how effective technology is in the 21st century. I mean, you know, granted, you know, this might take a longer time than just 2020, uh, but we'd love to see a vaccine in, uh, in use as soon as possible. You know, maybe not every single person is going to need to get the vaccine to an effective knock it out, uh, you know, in terms of the infections spreading in the country. You go out and you give, what, 50% of a population a vaccine? That's got to knock out numbers pretty effectively, Dan, correct? I mean, I see this as a game changer. Um, you know, beforehand, like, it was kind of, you know, the only way to stop this virus was, you know, social distancing, wearing a mask. But with the vaccine going out, you know, if you vaccinate enough people, you could eradicate this, this uh, virus, you know, way quicker than you would have six months ago. Yeah, very interesting, Dan. Uh, Dan, sports, uh, baseball's back. My Angels are one in three to kick off the year. Not super tight. But Mookie Betts did sign a long-term deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Talk to me about that. Well, I, I, was, I had mixed feelings at first, but the more I think about it, the more, the more likely it is. I actually think Mookie has a good chance to, you know, to have a, you know, one of those careers that he's consistent for a long time. He won't fizzle out at an, you know, at an early age. And I think he's going to be consistent for a while. So, you know what? I understand what the Dodgers are doing here. And I think for a marketing move, it's pretty genius. Mookie is, you know, people complain how unmarketable baseball players. Some are these days, but Mookie's the opposite. And in LA, it could really work. I agree, Dan. Uh, I agree. You know, I think, you know, you're looking at that number, you're looking at that contract. Uh, it's coming up close to trap territory. Granted, Mookie's probably one of the players that's close-ish to trout. Uh, but uh, obviously not quite there yet. Uh, contract goes 13 years. Uh, thought that was quite interesting, especially given how Rendon just got seven um, from the Angels. Uh, you know, Garrett Cole got, what, seven, I believe, from the Yankees? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting that Mookie gets 13 from the Dodgers. Uh, props to Mookie Betts for uh, locking up that deal. Go get your money, baby. Um, especially in baseball where salaries are large. Uh, and guaranteed money. Um, Dan, NBA starts this Friday. Lakers are looking good. I mean, Lakers Clippers kicks off the season too. What a good way to start off the weekend, huh? Yeah. I mean, the Lakers and Clippers thing, that's kind of like, it's kind of the first time it has ever happened where like the two of the best teams in the league are in, you know, in one city and of all cities to pick from LA is, is that kind of center location. So this is, this is going to be, Great for the NBA. It's going to be a ratings buffet. People are starving for NBA content. They're the center of the basketball universe is the Staples Center in Los Angeles, Danny boy. And I can't wait till the Clippers go out and get their own stadium because it's pretty awkward having them rent out space in the uh, Lakers uh, in the Lakers arena. You know, when you said Staples Center is kind of the center of the basketball world, you know, hot take here. I know people have said that in the, you know, for, in, for eternal time now that New York is, you know, the first garden. Madison Square Garden is, you know, the capital of the basketball world. Uh, I argue, I argue against that. You look at the last thirty years. 
you know, what has New York done? Nothing. It's, I mean, most of the, you know, the West Coast has become the capital of the basketball world. Look, you got the Lakers, and the, now you, you even have the Warriors up north. Historically, Sacramento was good. Seattle has a great basketball, hit, basketball, basketball history. And, you know, now the a team in Seattle, huh? I mean, yeah, a team should come back to Seattle. Portland has. Speaking of Seattle, Dan, it looks like the Seahawks just went and uh, traded for Jamal Adams. Yeah, I saw that, you know. Legion of Boom part two, huh? They're trying to get another Cam Chancellor, it looks like. I'm a Rams fan, and that's not good news for both of us. But, you know, back to the basketball topic, it's, I think, the sport of basketball itself in the United States, the West Coast has firmly established itself as the capital of that sport. Hey, man, all I'm saying is you walk into Stable Center, you're passing, you're passing the, the statues of the greatest basketball players to ever play. You look up, you go inside, you hear dun, 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 and you look up and you see the greatest jerseys to ever be worn in NBA history, one right next to the other. Dan, quick question. Does Pau Gasol get his jersey retired by the Lakers? I actually think Pau Gasol is actually one of the most underrated figures in Lakers history. I think people unfairly trashed him at the end. It, it wasn't completely his fault. Remember, he was under the under, you know, under the management of one Jim Bus, the bad bus child. Uh, yeah. not 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 the not the good one. Genie's the good one. So it wasn't his fault. I think without Pau Gasol, Kobe doesn't get those two extra rings. So he deserves to have his ret- jersey retired and Kobe down, uh, you know, looking up from heaven would approve. Yes, I do know Kobe wants Powell's jersey next to his. Uh, I believe he'd put it next to the 24 jersey, too. Um, but uh, let's keep talking, Dan. It looks like we uh, got one more thing to cover before we've done the full Colin Cowherd special of LA Sports. USC football, Dan. Talk to me, baby. How are we doing? How are we looking? Uh, we're looking better uh, this year than last year. Everyone's coming back. Uh, you know, you know the receiving core. Uh, Keaton Slovis. Keaton Slovis is looking like a uh, you know Heisman candidate. Correct. A Heisman candidate. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I you know call me cynical. As long as Clay Helton is there, USC is never going to win the national title. And that's that's you know for a program as prestigious as USC's, that should always be the angle. You know, ten win seasons are great, but you know at the same time we can't you know USC can't settle for that. So, hey, Dan, well, let's see what Clay does, all right? We keep stacking recruiting class, classes on top of one of another. We look pretty good this year. I, I will give him credit. He's been doing solid in recruiting, but I, I need I need this guy very, to take this. Very, very good in recruiting. Uh, the defense, especially, looks pretty I mean, pretty darn solid. I mean, I hope they can tackle, but, you know, it, recruiting recruiting is good, but at the same time, like, I want Clay to take this team to, to, to the – to the heights this program always aims for. And he hasn't. Yes. And, and I think we're going to get a little bit of good fortune back on our side, given that we just got Reggie Bush back. Uh, I want that man involved every single way. Get that man a statue. Put it right on USC's campus. Hell, re- replace Tommy Trojan and put a statue of Reggie Bush there. Yeah, definitely agree, George. If we can uh, somehow, for some weird reason, memorialize O.J. Simpson in the Coliseum, we can find a way to memorialize Reggie Bush at the Coliseum. Come on now. Yeah, the NCAA can get screwed off. And on that note, uh, we are going to wrap up episode 24 of the Overlook Show. Uh, very LA-centric uh, podcast here, Danny Boy. Uh, a lot of sports, a lot of good talk. Uh, Dan, we're going to have to bring on some guests sometime soon. What do you think of that? You know, guests are always welcome, you know. And, you know, if they can provide something good for the show, why not?
why not? And with that, cheers. Adios, amigos.